Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, I'm Jana Kryline. I am a, a WSET diploma holder, and I've been working in the wine industry from the ground up for about 10 years. Uh, you guys wait, might know me wait, from my... Wait, stop, yes. stop. Now yes. we're live. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. There was a button that I forgot to click. I clicked it, and now we're live. <laughs> yes. We, okay. We've been talking Actually. for a couple of minutes, but now we're live. So, all right. So we can, we can start now, Jenna. You want to start introducing yourself? Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So hi, guys. Um, I am Jana Kryline. I am a WSET diploma holder. You might know me as my wine alias, the wine girl on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I've been working in the wine industry from the ground up for about 10 years. And I am a co-founder, along with David Garrett here, of Club Divin, which is the world's premier NFT wine club, um, and also a, a platform for NFTs and wine. So a global NFT wine club and the world's premier platform for NFTs and wine. <laughs> so those of you that um, that kind of have been in the Divin universe for the last year know that we, we launched, I guess, about a year ago, but we've been kind of mostly in stealth mode. Um, we've been doing events and kind of operating with... Uh, um, you know, in very small groups up until now, but uh, we're kind of ready to launch into the world. So um, what we're doing with this series of podcasts, because some, some people are going to be listening to us on a podcast, some people are going to see it on YouTube, some people are going to see it live. Um, what we're doing is talking about, um, in general, how Web3 is going to have some, has the opportunity to have some really significant changes in the wine world and, and offer some really significant opportunities. And then in specific, we'll talk about what Club Divin is doing um, and what our plans are <laughs> and our roadmap for um, at least for the next, for the next year. Um, and then I think our last episode uh, we're planning to talk a lot about uh, 2024. We will probably have um, a bunch of guests as we go through this. Um, today, it's it's really just me and Jana, um, but we're here to kind of talk about, um, in general, we're going to talk about what we did last year and give a little recap. We're going to talk about um, the last couple of months that we've been relatively quiet we're going to talk about what's on for the rest of this year. And then later on, I'm going to give you a quick demo of the software. Uh, some of you still haven't seen how the platform works. Uh, and then we'll open it up to Q&A at the end. And we're going to hope to get out of here in under an hour. I promise, Jana, that it will be less than an hour. So, uh, so I'll try to talk fast. All right. <clears throat> that sounds great, Dave. So let's start then as planned with what we've been up to in the last year. Uh, should we start with events? Because we did about 50 events last year in over 10 countries. Uh, I know. You did more events than me. So why don't them. you talk about events? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were everywhere. So basically anywhere where there's a major wine event happening, like Pro Wine, for example, we were at both Pro Wine Düsseldorf and Pro Wine Singapore. Um, anywhere where there's a, you know, a major crypto conference or a blockchain convention, um, we're always there. We do pretty cool, exclusive little private tastings where we open some pretty kick-ass wines uh, for, you know, some of our private club members, because Club Divin, part of, part of what we do is, is we have this really cool kind of club of clubs in the wine world, very exclusive. Um, so, you know, some of our earliest members have been traveling around with us and taking part in this exciting journey. 
And yeah, where else have we been? So we, we did NFTLA, we did La Palais, New York. We were in Prague for NF Castle. We did DAPCON Berlin, uh, East New York. We've been in Dubai and London and, and East Denver. And ProWine yeah. in Dusseldorf. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, we did, in Singapore, yeah, we did yeah. a couple of events in Singapore, a bunch of events in Dubai. Um, it's yeah. been really fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, I... I got a lot of airline miles, but, uh, but we had a, we had a great time and we met a lot of really wonderful people. Um, our goal throughout doing those events was really, we wanted to meet two different groups of people, what we call, um, uh, wine native crypto curious. And we met those people at like La Polay and pro wine and wine expo. And well, we didn't get to Vin Italy last year. We're going to go this year. Um, but, uh, at, at, at a lot of those events, plus 67 Paul mall, both in London and in Singapore, um, at those events, we, um, we really were talking to wine native crypto curious. Um, and then on the other side, we were at events in at, uh, you know, consensus, ETH New York, ETH Paris or NFT Paris. Um, I don't know, token 2049. We were at just a ton of events. And at those places, we were meeting crypto native wine curious. Uh, and the idea for us was to really figure out what do both groups want? What are both groups looking for in Web3 and wine? Um, and we did that on the basis of kind of showing off our technology, what we built, um, and what our our ideas were. Yeah. We also, um, right. over that time, we launched, uh, we launched a, a couple of really fun projects. We worked with Carmelo Anthony um, to launch his new wine, uh, Vin, the Seventh Estate. Um, yeah, he's uh, actually, he's Fidelity. a member, actually. We launched that. Yeah, yeah, he's one yeah. of our founding members. Um, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a NBA star. But he's the what I like to say is he's the he's the guy with the highest Q score who's ever been on the cover of Wine Spectator magazine. Um, and the the Wine Spectator folks always tell me that like his issue, the issue with him on the cover, is has been the best selling issue by a wide margin for a long time. He's got a huge wine collection. He's widely considered to be the guy that brought. Um, great wine to the NBA. Uh, and as, as everybody, people might know, like the NBA is huge, a bunch of huge uh, wine collectors and wine enthusiasts. LeBron James is kind of uh, a, a huge wine collector. Uh, there's, there, and there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NBA players, we also launched a really interesting uh, project. We launched allocation tokens with another NBA star, re retired NBA star named Tony Parker. He bought a... Um, uh, a little chateau, actually a, a big chateau in near Avignon um, earlier last year, about this time last year. And uh, he's relaunching some, some really spectacular wine out of there. And uh, as part of that, we launched an allocation token. And we're going to talk a little bit later on in, in a later episode about what allocation tokens are and how they work. Yeah. Um, um, but just, I think we should still give a quick, a quick summary about what an allocation token is. Come on, Dave. Sure, you sure, basically sure. Okay, buy it super it's quick. super cool. It's super cool. It's never been done in the wine world before. So, so allocations are old, right? So people have had allocations in the wine world for a long time, but it was always like a social contract, right? Like I know X winemaker. And because of that, I get six bottles of uh, every vintage. Well, what, what we've done with allocation tokens is we've kind of formalized that relationship and tokenize that relationship. So instead of it being like a friendly social contract, it's a smart contract on the blockchain. 
So if you um, hold an allocation token, that gives you the right to buy a certain number of bottles of a highly, of a super rare, very scarce, very hard to find wine every year. Um, and we launched with uh, with Tony Parker, but we have got a lot of interest from a bunch of wineries to do more of those this year. So you can expect a lot more allocation tokens to come this year. Yeah, so, so basically you have this token in your, in your wallet. And doing... No, I'm just trying to summarize. I'm just go trying ahead. to summarize for our wine for our wine. People. Go ahead, go ahead. Because Dave uses big Dave uses big blockchain words. Um, but, but yeah, basically, an allocation token is a token that if you have it in your wallet, you're guaranteed the right to be able to buy X amount of bottles from this producer for the rest of for the rest of your life, or for as long as that that chateau is making wine. Right. So, um, <laughs> so what we were trying to do by doing all of those events and these kind of cool projects with. Uh, uh, with cool people was to get what we call product market fit, right? We launched our alpha product and we wanted to get product market fit. We wanted to know, um, does, do the dogs like the dog food, right? Do people like to collect, um, uh, uh, digital, digital collectibles or, or even, you know, digital tokens for, uh, investment grade and collectible wine. And what I will tell you is we minted, I guess we minted a little over 5,000 tokens uh, over the course of the year to almost 2,000 different unique people. We did that all in person in events all over the world. We did about 50-50 wine native crypto curious versus crypto native wine curious. And what I'll tell you is we thought our assumption going in is that the um, the crypto people were going to be huge fans and we're going to want to be collecting the tokens and, you know, they were going to be the, the biggest fans. But what we found, and I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, we did this really great event with Jane Anson in Bordeaux for um, for Place de Bordeaux or for the for uh, En Premier. Bordeaux in, en Premier. Uh, yeah, in May of last year. And and Janet, can you talk about what on premier is? Why don't you give a little description of that? Yeah, sure. So um, this is basically a time when all of the major sommeliers and journalists are are in Bordeaux tasting the futures. And we did an event there with Jane Anson. In case you don't know who Jane Anson is, um, she is the authority of Bordeaux, right? She's one of the greatest wine writers out there. Uh, and she's also one of our founding members. So we we had the honor of actually hosting this really private event together with her, uh, where she pulled really cool old bottles out of her cellar and poured them for some of our members, and uh, and we minted tokens with her. Um, and so yeah, that was that was really cool. We had some great people yeah. in the room. Really interesting. It was really cool. But from my perspective, what was really cool, what was what was the kind of most interesting, and I guess a light bulb moment for me was this was a room with no crypto people at all, right? We had, right. there was bad Wi-Fi. Um, almost everyone was like an old school negotiant or winemaker or like a marketing person from a winery or, you know, someone who's, you know, worked, lived in Bordeaux and worked and worked with wine for three generations, right? These are supposed to be the most sort of um, aloof and, uh, uh, and, and I guess most conservative people in the wine world. And I will tell you that at the end of that event, I had a line. I was there. I don't think you were there. You missed that event, right? I was there. Um, I was there. You at, oh, you were, at that, you were at that event. So between the two of us, 
we had a queue of about 15 people. One, they kicked us out. We were supposed to be there for an hour. We were there for three hours. And at the end, they, they were kicking us out of the restaurant. And they were like, okay, come on, you guys, it's time to leave. And I had a queue of 15 people in front of me who didn't want to leave until they got all of their tasting tokens. And to me, that mm-hmm. was like a real, um, you know, uh, that was a, a light bulb moment saying, hey, even the even the most conservative, most aloof wine native people understand what a digital collectible is in the wine world, understand what a proof of experience is. And again, we'll talk more about tasting yeah. tokens later, but that to me was um, true, true product, product market fit. Yeah. All right, Dave, let's talk a little bit about memberships. So how many members do we have right now in our private club in Club Deben? So we launched um, a private club uh, with friends and family back in, I guess, May of last year. Um, we have about 380 members now. We've kept it primarily <laughs> to friends and family. Um, you know, you kind of have to know one of us. You have to mint a tasting token in order to in order to get a membership. Um, we did a couple of partnerships. We did one with Real Vision, which we love. We love Real Vision. We do, we're doing a bunch of we did a bunch of events with them last year. We're going to do a bunch more with them this year. You'll you'll, you'll see some news. Um, uh, we did we did a, a a partnership with Exclusible and a couple other Web three communities, but we we never did a public drop. Um, mostly that's because you know about the time we were ready to do a public drop, it was June of last year when everything was not great in uh, in the crypto and the NFT world, and we just decided it was the wrong time. Uh, and that we would only let people in on a friends and family basis. Um, so we've been doing that uh, over the course of the last, uh, uh, really over the course of the last, I guess, eight months, nine months or so. Um, and that's been going well. And uh, one of the pieces of news that we're going to drop today is at the end of this month, we're closing friends and family. We'll never have friends and family again. So that's that's kind of exciting. We're going to get to that a little bit later. We will, but just before next- Dave... Yeah. Dave. What are you drinking? Let me talk. I, I meant to oh, ask you oh in the God. very beginning, 20 minutes ago, what are you drinking? I don't even, well, you know where I am. I'm Right now I'm in Savoie. So I'm in the Rhone Alps in France. And I'm actually drinking a Jacquere, which is kind of a an obscure grape that I don't actually know much about. And I'm not even sure if I learned about this in my diploma program, but it's pretty good. I decided to drink local, try the grapes. It's not bad. Nice. Mountain. This uh, is the, that I'm, first uh, wine. I'm drinking a Pomerol. Oh, look at you. Um, uh, a Chateau Fétique Clinet uh, from 2000. It's amazing. And um, and I'm going to talk a, a little bit about why this wine um, in a future episode. Because there's a, there's actually a Ooh. great story behind this wine. But I'm going to leave it to, um, you know, maybe the third or fourth episode when I've got a really fun new project uh, that I'm going to talk about. Uh, and, and it'll tie back into this particular wine. All right. So that was most of last year. There were two other really important things that we did last year that were kind of um, really uh, not things that we spent a lot of time hyping. One of them was we met with winemakers. So in Q4 of last year, we met with 100 winemakers. We have budget to do 25 pilot programs this year. 
Um, our first pilot is actually in a couple of weeks uh, with Graham's port. I'll talk about that later. But um, we wanted to do 25 pilot programs with 25 wineries this year. So I thought in order to get 25 pilots, we should meet with 100 wineries. And so we traveled the world. Uh, Valentina went and met with wineries in, um, I think, nine different regions. Bordeaux, Burgundy, Rhone, Champagne, Tuscany, Piemonte, Rioja, Priorat, Napa, and Pulse. So, and you you had some meetings with wine with winemakers, is that right? Yeah, Valentina went. Uh, Valentina and I did a little a road trip in Germany, so that was exciting. Yeah, it's been. We it's thought been, the pilot that, program is. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, we thought that pitching a Web three project for winemakers that we would get a tepid response. We were really hoping that we'd get twenty five pilot programs. Well. Right as of today, we have 83 wineries that want to do pilots with us. We have no nowhere close to the resources to be able to do that. We don't have the people. Uh, we don't have the bandwidth. So we're kind of picking the 25 that we really want to work with. Uh, they're all brand names. They're all names that, that, that all, all of you would know. Um, and we'll be rolling that out over the course of the year. Uh, and again, the first one is with Graham's Port uh, that we're launching the end of this month. It's very, very exciting. And again, more on that a little bit later. Do you want to talk yeah. about wine sales? Yes, 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 yes. So we sold, so we do for our members in the private club, we do something really, really cool. And that is we release super rare collectible wines. So we basically release them onto the platform. Members are the only people who are able to purchase. Um, and we look for really cool stuff. So we've had, we've had a hundred. And we're points. working directly Actually, with we winemakers still- on those. Yeah. So we're yeah, working so directly with winemakers. The and these are these are wines that the winemakers that we talk to, like these are the wines that they have available, right? That that are out of their libraries. Like most of the I think I don't think I think most of the wines that we dropped on the platform were of the previous century. Um that's my, Actually, yeah. that's my understanding, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Yeah. So like yeah, old library rare wines. Yeah. So there's actually, we released not too long ago, a uh, hundred point wine. It's the 96 Chateau Margaux. You may have heard of it. Um, so that's, it's pretty cool. Not many bottles of that left on earth. <laughs> right. So right. yeah, it's a good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So over the course of, I think we, we did uh, eight drops in 12 weeks or maybe 15 weeks. And we sold more than $200,000 worth of wine on the platform. Um, and again, it was members only, very small group. Most people, you know, when they were buying the wine, it was, it's about 30% less than you would be able to find it on Wine Searcher. So we have a lot of really happy folks. Um, and, uh, and over the holidays, a bunch of people were, um, were popping corks. I, uh, I, I saw a lot of traffic on Discord with people that, uh, had their wines delivered and were popping corks for their, uh, uh, for their friends and family over the holidays. So we were, we were pretty happy about that. Yeah. All right. So should we talk about, we already addressed um, earlier, we've been, we've been a little bit quiet since Christmas, Dave. So you want to talk a little bit about why we've been quiet and and what we're working on? Sure. So we finished the year. um, And and obviously when we finished the year, the the world was in a very different place than when we started. Um, So we really wanted to take a look and see what did we do? What, what, what worked really well? What didn't work? What should we um, expand on? 
um, what should we um, uh, what should we not do any more of? And where 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 does the rubber hit the road in the platform that we're building and the the community that we're building? And the the big thing that we found is that um, even though we built a pretty slick piece of technology, that there were um, not only were there a, a few pieces of friction that we wanted to get rid of, but because we built it out more than a year ago, when you know Web three was even more in its infancy than it is today, there were a bunch of there are a bunch of tools now that that didn't really exist when we built out the platform. So there are some things that we can do now that will, that are a lot more interesting and make the platform more frictionless. So, you know, instead of trying to build the plane while we were flying, which we did most of last year, we decided that we'd just chill out for a little while. Uh, and that, that if, you know, January would be a, a really good time to, um, like, you know, uh, Jana, I think, if I remember correctly, you did a dry January, which I don't really understand. But, uh, but yeah. First time but, ever. But great, great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so we decided to do dry January for, for, for the whole company and February, too. So for the first two months of the year, we stopped doing any new drops. We stopped doing any new events. We stopped doing anything that was going to take our development team's eye off the ball. And they ripped down the platform and built it again from scratch. Uh, And in about two weeks, we're launching a new platform with new technology, um, a much better and faster UX and UI that will be, make it a lot easier for anyone and whether you're a Web3 native or Web3 curious or, you know, you don't know how to spell NFT, you're still going to be able to figure out how to use the platform. You'll be going to be able to open a bottle, mint a token, and share tokens with your friends. And that that's really the goal. We wanted to make it as easy as taking a picture of the label and posting it to Instagram. And I've looked at some of the early, um, uh, kind of the early demos, and... I really think that we've achieved that. It's going to be fast and sexy and fun. And so we're really proud to to announce that, I guess, two weeks from today, uh, or I'm sorry, two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to launch the new version of uh, kind of version 1.1 of of the DVIN platform. And we're really excited about that. At the same time, kind of while the dev team was working hard on the uh, uh, doing all new smart contracts, all new UX. By the way, um, all of the tasting tokens, if you're one of our existing members, all of the tasting tokens that we minted last year, all of the digital corks that we minted last year, we're fixing and updating the, the smart contracts. So you may get a replacement NFT for a bunch of the NFTs that you have. We may just airdrop it to you. So some things are going to happen over the course of the next few weeks. We'll keep everybody informed of how it's going to go. Um, I saw somebody asking today um, if we're if we're going to do a uh, um, if we're going to do a demo. Yes, I'm going to do a demo later today. I'm going to do a demo of the existing platform, but I'm going to show you some of the things that we're doing that, that we're doing the, the that are that are coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, I uh, I also wanted to say that I spent most of the last two months talking to 
all of our um, founding members and a lot of our early members and really just asking them, you know, what, what worked well for you? What was a benefit for you in the club? What didn't work so well? What were you excited about? What, um, what do you think we should be doing? Where do you think the real opportunity is both for, for Club Divin um, and for the platform and the software that we're building? And I got a lot of really good feedback. Um, I want to, I also wanted to ask like, Hey, the, you know, there was a, there was a big, big change in web three last year. You know, the, the crypto winter was, um, you know, affected everybody. And I wanted to know, you know, are people in the wine world more skeptical about web three? Um, are they about the same or did it, you know, did it not really affect them at all? And they're still kind of excited about the promise of web three. And I'll tell you that what I heard most from everybody was everybody expected there to be a bubble. Everybody expected the bubble to burst. And the things that we're working on, because it's kind of pure utility, no one really thought that we were going to be affected. So I got a really promising response from all of our founding members, a bunch of winemakers that, that, that we've been working with. And, you know, most of the public. So we, we were, we were really encouraged by that and, um, and, and really excited. The, the general mood of the industry towards web three is positive. Um, and so we're, we're really excited to be building on that. Jana, anything to add there? Sorry. I feel like I've been hogging the mic. I think you're muted, Jana. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? There you go. Yep. Sorry about that. No, I just, I got a message that my connection is a bit glitchy. So I've been trying to let you take the lead. Oh, um, oh but, well, okay, but right. let's talk That's about if, if you can, if you can hear me, then uh, I'll lead into what's coming for 2023. So we talked a little bit already about the new app launching in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, opening a bottle is going to become much faster. Maybe you want to elaborate on that a little more. Um, and then minting tasting tokens for friends will be easier and faster, which leads me into a second point, but I'll wait for now. So is there anything else you want to elaborate on and about the uh, the new app launch? Yeah, well, I'm going to show folks that in the demo. But I mean, the real goal for us is last year we did 50 events in, I don't know, 13 countries, 26 cities. I don't know. I can't even keep track anymore. Yeah. But we did all of those events and almost all of those 5,000 tasting tokens that we minted last year were minted by one of our team, right? It was us like opening a bottle, showing people a QR code and people minting at those events. What we wanted to do with the software update or with the, with the platform update was really give people the ability to do that at home. Uh, we wanted to make it so easy that people could very, very quickly and simply at home open a bottle and mint tasting tokens for their friends. Um, that's really our goal. And that's that's something that you're, I think what you're going to see in the demo that we'll, that we'll do in two weeks is it's really just that easy. And um, and what we hope to do as you uh, if you if you if you keep tuning in, especially for those that uh, that come to the live shows. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of kind of fun minting on, on, on the live show. We'll be putting up the QR codes. People can mint live, um, with us, uh, over YouTube. 
and we'll even be dropping some um, some uh, digital corks in people's wallets so that they can show us how easy it is to uh, to open a bottle and mint tokens for their friends. So we're super super excited about that. Um, yeah. The the uh, the other thing that's going to happen really soon is um, we're going to have a bunch of new drops. So. All of the wineries that we've been talking to, we've been talking to, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of winemakers. Um, we've been asking them for the the kind of super rare, impossible to find, um, you know, uh, crazy wines out of their library. And I think you're going to see that we'll have a couple of really cool things coming up just in the next couple of weeks. We'll start doing drops again. So, uh, so get excited. Yeah, for sure. And let's talk a little bit about rewards and how collecting tokens, um, you know, what are, what is your plan for our rewards program, Dave? So, you know, all along, we had always thought that by building um, tasting tokens, that the idea for tasting tokens was to not only be a way to you know, show off the great wines that you've tasted and, you know, have collect your kind of your digital collectibles for great wines and have your tasting journey all in one place. Um, But we wanted to create something that would give people the ability to claim rewards based on the great wines that they've, that they've had, right. Um, Connect with the winemaker and earn and claim cool rewards because, you know, the, the wine industry is, is really interesting most of the really cool experiences are impossible to get into, right? How do you get into a, you know, a tasting at DRC or a tasting at, um, at Chateau Pavi? How do you get to do a winemaker dinner with uh, the winemaker at, at Domaine du Jacques or Screaming Eagle? How do you get to do a harvest experience at, um, you know, a Realm or... Uh, or, you know, uh, Vegas Cecilia or any of these amazing wineries that have, you know, lots and lots of people that are kind of banging down their door. How did they, how can they really identify their best customers? The people that re- that are really engaged that they want to provide rewards to. And that's really what tasting tokens do, right? You claim five tasting tokens for uh, Chateau Yakem then they know that you're a big Chateau Yakem fan, right? And they're going to want to offer you rewards and status and incentives to be part of their community. So what we've kind of put together is a rewards program that starts to help our, uh, our members and our users see how those rewards will work. So, Everybody that earned a uh, that claimed a tasting token last year um, is going to get some rewards tokens over the course of the next couple of months. Those rewards tokens you'll be able to redeem for really cool experiences, and those those are the experiences that we've been working with the wineries all over the world to start putting together. So we're going to have a whole episode where we talk about nothing but rewards. So I'm not going to get into it anymore uh, today, but just know that everybody that claimed a tasting token last year is going to get a bunch of rewards tokens. They're going to have real value. Um, And then from now on, 
anybody that claims uh, tasting tokens or gives tasting tokens to their friends is going to earn more rewards tokens. And always those rewards tokens are going to get you impossible to find um, super rare experiences uh, with winemakers that you wouldn't normally be able to see. Yes. Okay. And now Dave, I'm like trying so hard not to laugh the whole time because I know that that's Max under your desk. <laughs> that sounds... Was he making a lot of noise? There? I'm so sorry. Is he there with a the chew toy? My, my, yeah, my dog has a chew toy. I can't get rid of him. Sorry about that. We're going to, we're going to fix it in post no, though, it's... right? For the podcast. <laughs> no, you know what? I think this is like original Club Even headquarters, Barcelona. <laughs> Max is part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Max is part of it. Okay. I'm going to just, um, sneak in here with one more thing just about tasting tokens the cool thing about that as well is that to have a digital cork means that you bought the wine right you owned the wine but to get a tasting token from a bottle that's been opened you didn't even have to buy the wine so it's really cool because people with tasting tokens they might not necessarily be members of club divin yet or at all um but everyone will be able to collect these tokens and and you know, it's going to be a really interesting reward reward scheme, and and I think it's going to continue to evolve uh, over definitely over the next year. But there's a lot of exciting stuff to come from that. Um, and then that's a perfect segue to get into tokenizing sellers. This is an exciting announcement and something that we I don't think we've talked about this publicly at all yet. And I've been really fighting it because it's so cool. First time. Um, Ah, yeah. So, uh, so Dave, tell us about plans for tokenizing your seller at home. So we have been working with some of the top um, authenticators in the wine space to figure out how we can help individuals to start um, uh, attaching digital corks to the bottles that they already own at home. And we've come up with some really interesting ways. It's probably going to take us another month to put the program together, but before the middle of the year, all of our members are going to be able to call us up. Um, there actually, it'll be a simple form online and we will mint digital corks for bottles in their personal sellers. Now we're, we're, we haven't announced how many yet. It's going to be a certain number and there will be the ability to do more. But the idea is that all of our members will be able to attach digital corks to their bottles that they already own at home open those bottles and mint tasting tokens for their friends and family. Um, and we're super, super excited about that program. Right. Um, okay. And then, but what about, just tell us, you talked about authenticators and things like that. So how will provenance work? Because right now the wines that we're selling through the platform and what we're talking about when we, when we talk about proof of provenance um, is that the wines are being sourced directly from, directly from the estate. You know, or from a pristine seller, directly like from the estate, or collection. sometimes from um, sometimes from uh, resellers, sometimes from Sotheby's, sometimes from Sixty Seven Pall Mall. So, for example, with Sotheby's, the uh, the the little logo in the upper corner says Sotheby's, and on chain, um, the the uh, um, the source of that particular bottle it says Sotheby's, or if it's Sixty Seven Pall Mall or one of our retail partners, it says that the source of that comes from the retail partner. What we're doing with these, um, these private sellers is we're stating on chain, or first of all, we're doing that. We're doing the provenance online and we can, we're going to, we have a whole episode to talk about this channel. So we're going to talk about it in a lot more detail later, but, um, but we'll have a way to authenticate it virtually. 
And then on chain, it'll say the part of the, the metadata will say that this this wine um, was sourced from a private seller. So it's completely transparent. You'll know if you were going to buy that wine, if you're going to buy the digital cork for that wine, you would know that that wine came from a private seller. You would take that into consideration when you know deciding how much you were willing to pay for it. So if someone was wanted to to attach a digital cork and then sell that wine. Um, the buyer would have full transparency as to how that wine was sourced. So that's uh, that's kind of how we're how we're working on that problem. And and again, we have a lot more to think about and a lot more to do technologically. But we are committed to allowing our members to um, to to um, uh, attach digital to, to mint digital corks for their collection at home uh, by the middle of the year. We're super excited about it. Yes. So you'll be able to distribute tasting tokens on your own from home, which is super cool. Um, I mean, from your own wine cellar. And those tasting tokens will still have rewards benefits. So, you know, it's a real... I just have to say... It's a really cool benefit for for our members. For sure. And I'm just reading the comments here as we go, and one of them just made me smile. Benjamin Meadows. I have this this on while working. Y'all are killing me. I'm about to have to go open a wine bottle. Well... I don't know what you're waiting for, Ben. Open that wine. Um, (laughs) And then I saw someone else is asking about Bhutan. We will definitely have more information on Bhutan. um, And we will upload the the video from January. I I actually thought we did that. But but if not, I'll make sure that that gets gets uploaded uh, very soon so people can kind of get the the update on Bhutan. But we're, we're going to start actually with Michael doing... I think bi-weekly updates in uh, in Discord. So uh, yeah. for those of you who are already on Discord, we'll start doing every every couple of weeks. We're going to do a live session with Michael going over the plan. Michael and or Anne, um, kind of going over the plans for for Bhutan, um, talking about you know where where we're going, asking questions or taking questions from from members. Um, but we'll also be talking about it in one of the upcoming episodes as well, live. So you'll, we're, and we'll invite Michael on and, and kind of talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you want to talk about local club? Maybe a local club yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a certain major city? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not going to, we're not going to announce where yet. But one of the things that, that our members have been asking us for, and one of the things that we heard over and over again was, um, you know, while it's great to go to events, uh, you know, for Provine or Vin Expo or um, Consensus or ETH New York, it would be great if there were local chapters where we could do events in, you know, in our hometown and meet other members and um, and be able to have local events that, that, of course, we can facilitate. You know, when a winemaker is coming through New York or a winemaker is coming through Houston, like we can get all of the local members together and, um, and do like really cool wine tasting events. Um, so that's something that we've always wanted to do is do these local events. And so we have picked one global city. We're going to announce it a little bit later probably towards the end of the month um, where we are doing, where we have a, we already have a bunch of members um, and some pretty high high profile members. And we're going to do a, um, a local chapter that has 
specific local um, utility. So if you purchase the local chapter um, uh, token, you're going to get specific benefits in that local city. So we have a lot of details to work out, but uh, but we're excited about it. We've already chosen the city. We've got some local partners there. We're, we're pretty excited about it, and we're going to talk about it later. But uh, the idea is we'll launch that city um, in May, and then every couple of months we'll pick a new one. So if you are interested in kind of helping us to launch a local chapter in your local city, uh, let us know. Uh, send me an email. I'm d at uh, clubdevin.com. Uh, please feel free to, to to email me directly, and we'd love to to chat with you about setting up a local chapter. Yeah. And then I, Should we? Everyone uh... is talking. I'm going to talk about one more thing. Everyone, I know that the the topic du jour is AI. Um, everyone's talking about artificial intelligence. Everyone's talking about ChatGPT. We've been playing around with it a lot um, for for wine content. I will tell you, we we and way before um, the, this local AI craze or this this recent AI craze, we've been talking to a partner, and I I don't think I want to um, announce it just yet. We've been talking to a partner about doing some kind of interesting AI stuff ourselves um, that that are with with some some kind of interesting ways to not only um, you know the the. The super simple AI, what everybody talks about with AI is how can we uh, how can we help people to choose wines that you're going to like based on wines that you liked in the past, right? That's the, that's the promise of AI and wine. For me, it's a little bit different. For me, the promise of AI, AI and wine is education and storytelling. There's so much information about wine that I don't know. I'm, I am not, for example, uh, a WSET diploma holder. Um, or a master of wine. If I was, then I would be a lot smarter about wine than I am. Um, luckily, we, I, luckily, I know a few masters of wine and, um, and and a few diploma holders, so I can always just ask them when I don't know something. Um, but what I've always wanted was to have a super super smart tool that I could ask questions to, and it could and it could give me the answers. And that's really what what I think is most exciting about AI and wine, um, much more than, you know, tasting, you know, AI tasting wines or AI, you know, telling you what wines to buy. I think it's much more interesting to to learn about wines and to get the storytelling. So that's something that we're working on. We have a partner that we've been working with it for for, for a few months now. So you'll start to see some of those integrations uh, in the next uh, in the next few months on the platform as well. All right. Dave, it is, we're 45 yeah. minutes in. Do you want to do a demo? Yeah, I'm going to do a demo. So nice. let me share my screen. So those of you who have been on the, on the platform, it's app.clubdivin.com. Um, I'm just waiting for it to for it to pop up here. There we go. So this is uh this is the homepage. What you see, I'm showing it in a um uh in like a mobile friendly way because we really built it out mobile first. We wanted people to be able to very quickly 
um, you know, uh, mint tasting tokens, open their bottles, do the things that they wanted to do um, on mobile because not very many people uh, are drinking wine in front of their computers. Now, present company excluded, I drink wine in front of my computer all the time. Uh, I imagine that Janet does. And I'm going to guess that a lot of the people that are listening today or watching today <laughs> drink wine in front of their computers. Um, and that's fine. But we um, we wanted to build it mobile first because we hope our hope is that people are using this app very quickly, very easily while they're while they're enjoying wine with friends and family. So. So I'm going to give a quick demo. Um, there's a couple of interesting things here, but really the most important thing to start with is the seller. So the seller is really split up into two different pieces. One is the tasting journey and the other is the digital seller. I'm going to start in the digital seller today and then take you over to the tasting journey. So the digital seller, this is where all of my wines are that are full bottles. These are my digital corks or the digital twins for existing bottles of wine. So I'm actually going to open one of these today. So let me find one that I think is... Um, I don't, I actually, unfortunately, I don't have the Chateau uh, Fetic Clinet uh, with a digital cork. So I'm, I'm going to open something else. I'm going to open this um, Chateau Pavi 2012 uh, for these purposes. I'm going to reverse all of this later. But let me kind of show you the anatomy of a digital cork. So this is an NFT that is a, um, uh, that is a, a digital twin for a bottle of wine. So the creative that you see up here, this is a, you know, it's a 12 second video that um, that kind of tells the story of this particular wine um, in a very short way. We start with the vineyard, um, then we move to the winery um, and then we look at the winemaker and then eventually we've got the bottle. Right. So like that's the the 12 second story of this wine. Um, this little blue check mark up in the corner means that this wine came directly from the winemaker. So that's how you know that this bottle came from the winemaker. If that if that check mark was green, then it you would see that it came from a retailer, um, like anyone from Sotheby's to 67 Paul Mall to um, Alain Ducasse to any of uh, any of our partners to uh, Bacchus. Um, in San Francisco, which is which is kind of our one of our newest partners, but um, that's what the green check mark means is that it was sourced from a retail establishment, and if it's a white check mark, that means that it came from a private seller. So um, that means that it was authenticated from a private seller. So that's really what the sourcing means, and that's the the purpose of that little check mark. Um, you'll see that there were only 70,000 bottles of this particular wine made. Um, this bottle comes with 12 tasting tokens. You can see the critic score. You can go and look at it on Wine Searcher. There's a ton of metadata here for the wine. You can see the winemaker. You can see where it comes from, the soil, the orientation of the vineyard, lots and lots of information about this particular bottle. So every wine that we have has tons of data on it. Some of this is on-chain, some of it isn't, but lots and lots and lots of information, even, you know, scores. Now, this particular bottle happens to be at the, at um, uh, Bordeaux City Bond. 
So I don't actually have this in my possession right now. So that's why you see the, the ship bottle button. If I click this, it starts a process to have the bottle shipped to me wherever I am in the world. Uh, and a lot of our members have already done that. So this is a, um, that's, that's kind of our, our way of tracking chain of custody. Uh, and the chain of custody is something that we're, we're developing even more. Um, but really where the, where the interesting piece here is in when I want to open the bottle. So, um, all of our, all of the bottles that, that, that we're selling right now on our, on our platform, or the, actually that we're selling for the wineries on the platform, they come with a, um, an NFC sticker. And if you know what an NFC sticker is, it's the same technology that's in your credit card. When you tap to pay, um, it's a, it's a kind of a near field, it's an NFC near field communications um, doesn't take, doesn't require any electricity on the side of the tag. It's a very simple, very small tag that you can, that you can stick to uh, a bottle. It's, um, it, it's, uh, it's tamper proof. So if you peel it off, it doesn't work anymore. So as soon as you stick it to the bottle, it's, it, it'll, it only works on that bottle. Um, so how you identify it is I, I can just tap that NFC sticker with my phone it'll bring up a little window on my phone. I'll tap that and it'll open this page on my phone, right? So it's super, super easy. It takes about a second. Um, it only opens this page, obviously, if this NFT is in my wallet. If the NFT isn't in my wallet, it'll give me a lot of great information on this wine, but it won't let me interact with it. It won't let me open the bottle. It won't let me ship it. It won't let me do anything with it. It just provides the information. So let's say that Yet you, Jana, and I, and all of the people that are watching us live and all of the people that are listening to the podcast, we were all sitting around a table together. Uh, and I opened this wine. What I would do is tap the bottle with my phone. I'd pull up this page and then I'd click on open bottle. Um, it kind of makes sure that I want to open it because this is a real asset. And when I open it, what's happening is um, I'm burning... A, I'm burning the actual NFT. I'm burning the, um, the, the digital cork, right? So what I just did is I opened the bottle. Um, I burned the, the digital twin, the digital cork, and then it automatically minted a new NFT, which is a tasting token, which is an authentic proof of experience. So two different kinds of NFTs. One of them is the digital twin for the bottle. This is my deed of ownership. That says that I own the bottle, that's now gone. It's burned. And, and because it's on the blockchain, everybody knows that there's one less of those bottles in the world, right? That's kind of interesting and fun. But the other thing it did is it gave me this tasting token. So I can now go and view that token. And you'll see that instead of saying, um, uh, and and I, it says Bordeaux Winery visit here. This is uh, this is information that'll pop up kind of automatically. This is part of the the new version of the software. What you'll see is the date and time that the bottle was opened, and you'll be able to put in information of like what uh, what the occasion was. So if you wanted to add, so it'll say like you know March 9th, two thousand and three at uh at uh 10 53 p.m um but then it would also say uh, it would give me the ability to enter in hey i opened this bottle for 
you know, episode one of the uh, uh, of the 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 Club Divin podcast, or I opened it for Jana's birthday, or I opened it for um, you know the my my fifteenth wedding anniversary. So, like, all of that information will be there. It won't be on chain, uh, but it'll be there for everyone that you share the bottle with. So you'll see it still has all of this metadata, but the cool thing here is that I can click Mint. And I can click here to get the QR code. I'm not going to do it because I don't want everybody out there claiming the uh, cl claiming this uh, uh, this tasting token. Um, but if I, I click get the QR code, and what happens is that's that creates a QR code that anybody up to 12 people can scan with their phones and very quickly mint a new token, uh, mint a tasting token. So we've I've done this for events where I've opened a bottle. Um, physically pulled the digital cork using the software and minted tasting tokens for everyone at the table. And it took less than a minute. Very, very quick and easy. If you don't have a wallet, we'll make one for you using Taurus, using WebAuth, uh, uh, which basically connects a wallet to your, your Google account or your Apple account. Um, and it's pretty exciting. So that's, um, uh, that's kind of how the software works. The things that are coming soon, one of the main things that's coming soon is that process that I just did that was like four clicks from open bottle to QR code is going to be one click. When I open the bottle, it's immediately going to go to this page and show the QR code so that it's very, very easy and very quick to be able to give out tasting tokens. That's one of the things that's coming in this new version of the software. Okay. I'm going to stop here for a second. Um, uh, oh, let me just show a couple other things. Events. These are all super fun events um, that over time you'll have access to these events or users will have access to these events based on the tokens in your wallet. So if you're a member, you'll be invited to members only events. If there are events that require having 10 tasting tokens, then you'll get that. So that's, that's, that's that's pretty cool. That's coming in the next version of the software. The chat. This is where the AI is going to sit. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this right now. But uh, but the AI is going to sit in here, and you'll be able to to chat about cool uh, any questions that you have about wine, or chat with our concierge service. Um, scan. This is just the easy way to be able to to claim your next token. Super super simple. Once you have your first token, that might take 10 seconds. Your next tokens are like a tenth of a second. It takes very, very little time to, to mint. And then offers, this is the really kind of the cool page. So because I have both a Global Insider membership and I have about a million tasting tokens, um, I have access to all of the things that are available. Now, if most of you sign into the website, you'll only see a smaller number of, of, of offers. So these offers are all token gated based on how many tokens you have. If you have like, if you have a global insider or if you have a Genesis, if you've got one tasting token, 10 tasting tokens, 50 tasting tokens. So we're really starting to work with that, but these offers are, you know, some of the best wines in the world. Uh, and we've got lots more coming along with plenty of experiences. So that's pretty much the demo. I'm not going to talk about any more. 
Uh, I'm going to stop now. We're going to do another demo of the new software in about two weeks, I think, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to turn off the sharing. And I'm going to come back and let's do Q&A. Um, Jana, I know you're watching the chat. Are there any good questions that we I need am. to answer before we go? Yeah, yeah. So um, take this opportunity, uh, everyone who's watching, if you have any more questions, put them up there in the chat and I'll start with what we've got right now. Um, we've got one question here. Does it work with bourbon? Soon. You can't imagine how many people are asking me about spirits. I get lots and lots of incoming on spirits. So I think uh, I think pretty soon, yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a, a solution for spirits. Okay, next question. Can you at least tell us the city? Nope, not yet. No, not yet. Um, I've got another one. Nice try, though. Um, I've got another one here. Could you work with Everledger and their anti-tamper solutions in the future to provide some guarantee of provenance for wines stored in the warehouse you partner with? Have the warehouse add so, the NFC. So we love Everledger. Um, I, I've known, the, known them for a little while. We've talked to them. Um, I really, really like their solution. Um, they've got a bunch of different things. I also like the folks at ProofTag. Uh, I think what ProofTag is doing is super interesting. Our plan is to be completely hardware agnostic. So we're really the friend of the winemaker. So if a winemaker, I, I think that Everledger has a re, has really nice solutions, but I know that a lot of winemakers don't want all that hardware in their bottles. They want something a lot more relaxed and, and, they're, and they're willing to take a little bit of extra risk to have something that's more, um, I guess, um, less intrusive. And so for us, we want to work with everybody uh, and we're, we can work with Everledger. We can work with proof tag. We can work with, I don't know, wine ID. There's a bunch of other platforms out there. It's very, very easy for us to integrate with. And, um, uh, and so you can expect to, uh, to see, um, you know, our digital corks working with a wide array of different kinds of uh, different kinds of, you know, lava tags, which are the kind of these cool QR tags, uh, QR codes, really any unique identifier we're happy to work with. All right. I hope that answers that. Um, this is my favorite question yet. Uh, does anyone mind if I just go ahead and purchase all the rest of the Chateau Margot? <laughs> does anyone mind? I think we might have Actually, some jealous we members watching. Of... So, so one important thing for everybody to know, um, and uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're on live, for people that come live from now on, starting at our next episode, we're going to be we're going to create really cool tokens that people can mint um, during the episode. And if you mint it live during the episode, you'll be entered in a raffle to get an amazing bottle of wine. So that starts on the next episode. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be on the 12th or the 13th, but it's coming soon. And um, uh, so bear in mind, if you want to score a incredibly rare, very, very expensive, hard to find bottle of wine, um, you should come and join us on the, on the live show. Okay. I've got a new question. Token gated offers look cool. When you claim an offer, does it burn a tasting token? So, for example, an offer requires 10 tasting tokens. I claim the offer. No. So, um, and that's really important. 
So tasting tokens are soulbound and lifetime. So tasting tokens can't be transferred, can't be burned. Um, they are your tokens for life. We're actually going to create a way to burn them if people really want to burn them in the future. But um, but they are they can't be traded. They can't be sold. These and and the reason for that is. You know, our ultimate goal is for wineries to offer rewards to people that are collecting their tasting tokens. And the wineries are really interested in authentic collectors, authentic enthusiasts. They don't they're not really they don't really want to offer tastings or harvest experiences or winemaker dinners or barrel tastings to people that just spent a bunch of money and bought a bunch of tasting tokens, right? Like they don't want that. They want the authentic collectors. So, um, so that's why we, we decided to make tasting tokens, um, non-transferable, non-tradable. However, tasting tokens, when you mint a tasting token or for the people that minted tasting tokens last year, we're going to airdrop a special rewards token for every tasting token you have. So it's a it's a it's another token. It's another NFT, and that NFT is tradable. Um, you'll be able to trade with other people. You'll be able to sell them. You'll be able to buy them. And with those tokens, that's how you'll claim the uh, the the special rewards. If that makes sense. Okay. Can you claim the same offer multiple times then, or do you limit that somehow? I don't know. I don't know yet. We're working on it. Um, it's, uh, you know, this is going to evolve over time and it's going to take us a minute to figure out right now. I think we're going to limit most offers to you. You know, you can only, you know, one, one offer per wallet, but, um, but we're gonna have to see. Maybe this belongs, Dave, maybe this belongs in our, uh, some of our members only discussions. Probably. Right. Chat about it. Okay. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, any update on the additional plans for the Tony Parker allocation token benefits beyond the ability to purchase the bottles? Yes. Um, well, no, I don't have an update right now, but we will have an update before the end of the month uh, in, in one of or before the end of next month. So in one of these episodes in the next two months, we're going to spend probably half an episode talking just about allocation tokens and about the Tony Parker tokens, t- Tony Parker tokens, but um, it's not, th- there won't be anything available until closer to the end of this year at the very earliest, because they're they're really rebuilt. They're not only are they they're they're they won't launch the first vintage until the end of this year, but more importantly, the chateau isn't ready, right? Like I went and stayed in it last June, and. While it was beautiful, it's a, it's actually a 400-year-old chateau. It's connected with this underground tunnel to the to the the rectory in the middle of Avignon. It's this it is a really cool and very beautiful place. But it's not ready to to take visitors yet. Uh, I went there and, and and visited. I spent a weekend and um need some work. Uh, I was uh, uh we, I had a wonderful wonderful time. We tasted great wines. But uh, but it's 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 not quite ready yet. So it'll probably be, um, you know, Q3 or Q4 of this year. But um, but please be patient and know that these tokens are going to provide those rewards forever. 
Um, so in perpetuity. So there's going to be lots and lots of cool, um, lots of cool rewards and lots of great uh, fun stuff coming for the the Chateau Saint Laurent uh, token holders. I'm just excited to go to the pickup parties and and drink wine with Tony. It's going to be fun. All and right. Great wines. It is going to be, by fun. the way, like yeah. really, really killer. This killer Grenache. I love it. All right. So I think that's it for the questions. Final chance guys. Also. Hi, John, John traders on. Um, all right. I think that's it. It seems like we've got some serious interest in, uh, in Frankfurt though. Got a few Frankfurt viewers on here. Hope we'll see you guys at, nice. uh, at pro wine. All right. Uh, I saw, cool. I see a question actually in the, uh, about how durable the NFC chips are. So we've been testing them. Oh, sorry. Um, we actually did a, a really interesting test, um, over the summer we put, uh, we had, cause we were testing out like 20 different chips and we um, we attached them all to bottles of champagne and put the bottles in an ice bucket uh, and left them in an ice bucket overnight. And then we went to see which NFC chips worked the next day and which didn't. And that's really how we picked the ones that we work with right now. It was the ones that worked after being submerged in ice water for 24 hours. So, look... I don't know how long they're going to, I don't know if they're going to last for 20 years. Nobody does. Nobody knows if NFC technology is even going to work in 20 years. We think it will. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those technologies that's so broadly used. We think it's going to be backwards compatible for a long time. Um, but, you know, the solutions that we're working on with the wineries that include, you know, both an NFC sticker um, and a QR code and a serial number, we feel pretty confident that you're going to be able to identify the the bottle um, uh, that, you're, that you'll be able to identify the bottle over time. So we're, you know, nothing's a hundred percent, especially with brand new technology, but we've been doing a lot of tests. Uh, there was one of the NFC companies like has a whole video where they're like scratching the NFC sticker with a, like with a coin or they're burning it with a flame or they're, you know, dunking it underwater and it's still working. So, um, that's definitely something that we're thinking about. And we know that, um, a lot of these are going to need to be used in 20 years. So the durability was an important factor in, in, and at least the selection that we made. And we know in the, in the selections that a lot of the wineries are making. All right. Any other questions? What do you think, Dave? Should we wrap it up? No, I think that was all. I think that's it. Yeah. Look, um, we're an hour. We... we did an hour. I promised we it would did. only be an hour and we're like five minutes over. So I'm sorry about that. No, I think let's just wrap it up then um, one more time and announce our friends and family offer is closing on March 31st. Um, and as Dave was saying, public sale is closed, right? So the only way that you can get into the club is basically by sipping your way in. So by knowing somebody who mints you a tasting token or coming to one of our events, um, the only way into the club is basically by knowing an existing member or one of the team. And as soon as you have any of our tasting tokens in your wallet, you're then able to actually log into the platform and purchase at our friends and family rate. But as we mentioned, this is ending on March 31st and it's ending forever. So last chance, uh, we're going to be doing some more lives. We're doing every Monday and uh, every Monday and Friday on Instagram. We're going to be here every couple of days. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll be sending out more information in emails and emails and follow us, of course, on social media to find out what's going on when. 
And yeah, and we'll be minting tokens for sure in the in the next live. Super excited. So am I supposed to say smash the subscribe button? <laughs> subscribe. Please what do. is it? Subscribe, rate, and comment. I don't know. Just give us five stars. <laughs> Whatever. Do the thing that you're supposed to do. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you all Thank very you much. Thank you so much, everybody. You'll, you'll all get an email. We're having another. Uh, the next one is going to be either the 12th or the 13th. We haven't decided yet, but it's coming up soon. And uh, we'll, we're going to be talking. We're going to be doing a super deep dive into our um, uh, into the loyalty pro- or into the rewards program. You know, what what are, what are rewards tokens look like? What do they get you? How does it work? And we're really going to be looking for a lot of feedback from the audience. So um, if you've got ideas for how you want that to work, if you're like a Web3 expert um, and you'd like to kind of help us shape that program, um, you know, we've done a lot of thinking about it. We've talked to a ton of people about it. We'd really love to get feedback from, uh, uh, feedback from the audience. So please show up. And if you show up live you'll have a chance to, to get, to win a, an amazing model of wine. So look forward to uh, right. seeing everybody in a few days. Hang on one second. We have a really important question here. How to sure. become a member as uh, so how do you get in on the FNF? Um, and if you don't know any other member personally or, or haven't been to any events. Well, I would say, well, Dave, you get to know Jana. Either you come that's, to the next that's live. That's really the goal. You get to know <laughs> Jana. That's right. I'm the gatekeeper. Um, no, but definitely send us an email. Send me or Dave an email. It's either J at Club Divin or D at Club Divin, um, or show up to the next live where we will be minting uh, tokens. I know actually we had one, we got called out here in the comments. Uh, we were supposed to be minting today. So that is our bad, but definitely on the next we, one. I know. We, so we anybody, it. It's our bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. My fault. Yeah. So anybody who uh, who showed up, send us an email. Dave, should we just should we send out a QR and they can mint from home? How do you want to address that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you send us an email, one? we will get you a, a tasty token. We'll we'll get you a, a special commemorative yeah. token for today. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. All right, cool. Thanks everybody. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. See you in a few days. Bye. Cheers, Dave. Bye. Thank Cheers. You. Bye.